Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Middle Ground. I'm Caroline, and I will be solo today for our bonus episode. Um, if you are new here, every Thursday of every month, the last Thursday, sorry, we do a bonus episode. So we do an advice column, and you guys send in your advice that you need from us, and we try to answer to the best of our ability. And so that is what I'm going to be doing today. So welcome. I hope you guys are having a great start to your day, end of your day, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> I always get so weird about like saying that because I'm like, I don't know when you guys listen to this. Like, I usually like listening to podcasts in the morning, but if I'm on a road trip, I listen to it and it could be night or it could be evening or, or I mean, afternoon and whatever, you get the gist. So whenever you're listening to this, I hope that you're having a great moment in your life. And speaking of moments, let's get into grounding moments. Um, so my grounding moment from this week was definitely Tuesday. So my mom, grandma, and I have made a kind of tradition, if you will, and we've started going out to dinner together every single Tuesday. And my grandma moved to our town about um, a couple months ago and just to be closer to us and family. And you know, COVID has been hard for everyone, but especially elderly people, I feel like, because, you know, they couldn't be around their friends. They like really had to lock down. And so uh, we try to get her out every single Tuesday. She's 86 and she's still kicking it. She's great. She's sassy. She's wonderful. Um, But yeah, so last Tuesday we went to the Hive, which is a local restaurant in Bentonville and um, delicious food. It was great. Uh, catching up with them and we like I said we do this every single Tuesday so always look forward to Tuesdays because of that and that was my grounding moment from this week so like I said if you're new here we do Q&A style um, advice columns so I will be reading questions for you guys of advice that you guys need and I'm gonna try to answer those so (laughs) let's just dive right into it Um, the first question we have is Advice on cheaters. Is it ever worth it to stay? So I'm just going to be plain out blunt. Um, No, I would run for the hills and never speak to your significant other or partner ever, ever again. Um, So I have personally never been cheated on. um, But if someone were to cheat on me, just I'll throw my boyfriend out there, for example, if Chris were to physically cheat on me and I found out, even though I love Chris to death, I would be like, yeah, bye. Like, I never want to be someone's second choice or second anything. Like, I want to be first for them and vice versa. I want them to be first for me and put and be selfless and all of those attributes. So personally, I think cut the cord. You can do way better. There are like a zillion guys in the world or girls if you're into that. And you deserve to be happy and respected and that's not respectful so I would say run for the hills um, and cut the cord basically Um, the next question we have is how to find a career you're passionate about I feel like a lot of people say how to get your career rolling but not how to find one you love so what I'll say about this is I was very fortunate enough to find what I was passionate about at a young age but if you aren't in Obviously, that's not your story, um, and that's totally okay. But I would stop putting pressure on yourself to, like, try to figure out what you're, like, deeply passionate about, if that makes sense. And I would also think back to what you like to do when you're young. Like, 
did you like to color? Did you like to do math problems? You know, just like any weird thing, not weird, but like, or weird, whatever, activities you did when you were younger, really hone in on that because our inner child really speaks for itself. Like when I was young, I swam a lot, but I was also really creative. I loved, you know, to color like when I was young, young, but um, like, I don't even know, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old for me, I was always taking photos of things, like obsessed with taking photos. And um, I really started out taking photos underwater um, because I had a underwater phone case. I had those like life proof phone case. I think they still make them, but I would put that on my phone case. And when I had swim meets, I would go underwater and like take photos of everything and like myself and like love to capture and love to create content basically as a little kid. And it's so funny to look back on because I'm like, oh my gosh, I loved to do that. And I still love to do like, I just deeply enjoy doing those things. And even if your childhood, you can't really remember what you like, like to do or interested in, just like don't put so much pressure on like figuring out what you like. Um, Cause that may come at 50 years old for you and that's okay. You just kind of have to pick and choose um, the path that you want to go down and trust your gut, like tr- really trust your gut. Like if you're in a job, say it's um, really technical and math and, you know, an engineer, let's just throw that out. Say you are an, an engineer and you get your first job and you're like, man, I'm kind of the oddball in my, you know, work environment. I am like way more creative than I thought. And, you know, this and that, like still stay in your engineering job for a little bit, like give it like a year or two. But if you don't like it, switch. doesn't matter. Quit your job, get a new job. Um, cause you may figure out that you're creative or vice versa. You may be in a creative field because you thought you were creative and you're like, wait, my brain actually doesn't work like that. And that's okay. Um, everyone has strengths and weaknesses and that's really what it's about is finding what your strengths are and kind of running with it. And if you want to open your business with that and be creative about that or technical, like you could go down a lot of different roads, but, um, I think especially when you're young, like in your 20s, like I am, you get so caught up in like trying to find your passion and you kind of get lost in that. So I'd advise you just, like I said, go down your path, figure it out and pivot if you if needed. So I don't know if that answered it, but I tried. Um, so someone asked, I have a toxic friend who won't leave me alone. I want to cut her off, but we share friends. Oof, that's, that is really difficult. And um, ah, that's bad. But what I would say is try to identify why you think they're toxic. Like if they're blatantly toxic and like everyone knows it kind of, um, that's one thing. But if you are the only one that thinks they're toxic and maybe you know more insight than most people about this person but if you sit back and really observe why you think they're toxic really ask yourself are they being toxic or are you being toxic by like judging them and putting them in a box if that makes sense and side note joe and i have a whole episode about friendship and we talked about toxic friendships and all of that stuff so if you haven't listened to that episode i highly recommend going back i think it's like 
in our earlier stages, like episode eight or nine or something like that. Um, go find that and listen to that. But um, yeah, toxic friendships are hard. And especially if she's not leaving you alone, uh, I would say personally cut the cord. Like if she's not making you happy or he or she, I don't know what sex this human is, but uh, if they aren't making you happy, then you don't have to hang out with them. Like you don't owe anyone anything so it does suck that you share friends although so I would just suggest if you know all of your friends get together and that human ends up being there then just like ignore them and like that's really tough and that's a decision you're gonna have to make if you want to continue hanging out with all of those people and you might like that might be a sacrifice you make is, yeah, that's, this is one bad seed in the group, but I love everyone else. Um, then yeah, you're gonna have to hang out with them. But if you feel like they're so toxic and you really can't do it, you might have to isolate yourself from all of them, which really does suck or just not go to the group settings, like events, go to like coffee one-on-one with your other friends and just don't invite her. And maybe talk to your other friends about her and like, like I said, like maybe find out if they think she's toxic or if they love her, then I would evaluate yourself a little deeper and be like, why do I think she's toxic? Like, am I the toxic one? You know, that kind of thing. And that can be hard to like evaluate yourself as well. But I would advise you to do that. And yeah, that's a tough one. I would definitely listen to our friendship episode, though, if you have not done that already. Sorry, I don't know if that was helpful, but <laughs> trying my best. Also, side note, I am in a closet, my boyfriend's closet, actually. He set up a nice little nook for me, and I have pillows and a Barefoot Dreams blanket, and I am living life large. And so if the audio sounds really, really good, which I hope it does, it's because I'm in a closet. So <laughs> very grateful for that. But anyways, um, someone asked... How do you connect with friends at different stages of life? All my friends are getting married and I'm going back to school. They are all bonding over planning and trying for kids, and I always feel so isolated and unrelatable. Ah, this is a tough one also, but I will say if they are true, you know, good, good friends, um, and you know those you know those people that you're just like we're gonna be friends forever and sometimes it doesn't work out like that but like you feel that kind of you're like wow I really like these people and like I just feel like I'm not um relatable like you said like it sucks like I've definitely been there before but what I will say is like I have a lot of friends actually that are in totally different life phases than me and I kind of enjoy it because it keeps me on my toes. Like Joe, for example, just had a kid, you know, married. I don't have any of that stuff. So obviously we don't relate on that kind of things. But like if we dive deep, we relate on like a ton of things. So maybe I would suggest like diving a little deeper with them and like be happy for them. Like planning and a family and doing all that is such a fun time. I feel like like Obviously, I've never experienced it. I'm only 21 and not married. And kids aren't even in my future as of now. But I would advise you to just be happy and, like, send them love. But if you really feel like you are not relating and all of that, maybe dive a little deeper and 
maybe it's you putting yourself in that box. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I'll use Joe as an example because you guys know her, obviously. We, like I said, get along so well and have a lot in common being in totally different life phases because we both don't put each other or ourselves in a box of like, oh, I'm not married or she's married or she just had a kid. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not sitting around being like, oh, I hope she relates to me because she just had a kid. Like, she's still the same Joe. Like, with or without a kid, Joe is still Joe. And, of course, she's different and has a different perspective because she just had a kid and she's trying to navigate all that. But she still has her same core beliefs, her same everything, you know? So... I get it. It's hard that you are going back to school and doing all that, but maybe try to make other friends as well. But I would really suggest if they are gym, like truly gym friends, um, hang in there. Like just stop putting yourself in a box and don't put them in a box. Like, and I know I'm guilty of this. Like when I decided not to go to college, I was like, oh my gosh, like they're in college and I'm not like we have nothing in common. But really we did. Like even though we were in different life phases and still are like people my age are still in college. I have started like reaching out to more people um, of my friend group and stuff. And we have stuff in common. Like even though we don't, we do. (laughs) That makes any sense. So I hope that helped. But yeah, if they're golden friends, keep them. If not, then try to distance yourself, send them grace, um, or maybe all of the above. You never know. So I need a little bit more information, I think, on your situation personally, but hope that helped. Okay, so the next one, okay, is another friendship one. We got a lot of friendship ones this time. Um, someone asked, how to end a friendship without telling her I don't like her? I've tried phasing her out for a month. I would say continue to do that. Like if you, and friendship breakups are really, really hard. I think, to be honest, they're harder than uh, relationship relationship breakups. Gosh, I could not get that out, in my opinion. Um, And yeah, I would just keep doing that. Like if you, you don't have to blatantly say, I hate your guts. Like we are not friends anymore. Like we're not in fifth grade. You have to be a little bit immature about it, but if you're already phasing her out and like not including her in things or vice versa, then just keep doing that and keep trucking on your path and she'll do the same. And maybe she will reach out down the line and be like, hey, like what what happened? Like we're not as close and whatever. Like she's going to people aren't stupid. They're going to know like something's up. But if she comes to the table and it's like, hey, like why aren't you don't like me anymore you don't have to say yeah I don't like you just be like I you know communicate just be like I feel like you did xyz and I don't like that and I'm just like trying to figure myself out whatever the case is I need a little bit more details but yeah I would just say continue phasing it out like it does suck but just hang in there okay someone asks should I get a job that pays more or stick with one that's horrible money for possible longevity so I would say um none of the above kind of uh I and Joe are huge advocates of do what you want and do what you love 
because even if you your passion is I don't know I was gonna say dying easter eggs but that's just not a thing so if your passion is being an artist okay and you know you aren't racking in like millions of dollars a year but you have a smile on your face from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed 85% of the time and you can pay for your things like you can check off your grocery list you can you know pay for your utilities pay for like the essential things in your life and you're happy that's the goal like that is true joy and I feel like our culture nowadays is like, you got to make more money, like the more money, the better, like, and yes, that is true. Like making, having money and having a good steady income is a huge privilege and it has a lot of benefits. Obviously you can do a lot of things with a lot of money, but money doesn't buy happiness. Um, I'm a big, big believer in that. So kind of real reevaluate your mindset there, I would say. And like, ask yourself why you are striving to make more money like are you trying to keep up with other people or are you like wanting to make more money to reach a certain goal like are you trying to quit your job and like pursue your passion you know whatever the case is dive a little deeper with yourself and ask yourself why you're wanting those things if that makes any sense so okay someone said hi discovering this podcast has been one of the best things for me in 2021 wow thank you that's so sweet um she says i'm entering into a new life phase and struggling with my identity i graduated college and started a full-time position and feel myself shifting from the person i was back in college this definitely isn't a bad thing but i felt a stronger sense of who i am when I was in school and now I feel like I'm just floating what advice would you give me to ground myself and explore these small buds of newness in my life thanks again for all you've taught me wow thank you um so obviously I never went to college um but I did you know jump from school to work uh like you are done that been there done that and it's really hard Uh, I would say it's really really difficult to figure yourself out during that time when you're not in school because when you're in school it's easy to me that like that life was so easy for me like going to school going to swim practice like I had a schedule that I didn't make like that was all made for me and I just followed it you know like and you get in this habit of just like oh this is easy and then you get thrown out to the work field and not that it's like horrible like I love what I do and I love working and all of that but it's a change in well I guess it depends what you do like if you work a nine to five you still have that structure but it's a little bit different because you're like in a business professional setting and to be honest you're going I think you're gonna lose yourself a little bit during that time but you will start to find yourself again and you'll you'll grow so so much you just have to hang in there and like keep trucking um but you I don't I don't want to say like I'm not the same person I was in high school but I definitely am so different like I not like so different I wouldn't say that but 
I just have learned and explored and grown so much, like I just said. And you'll do the same. And we actually have an episode about um, this topic, and it's called, I believe it's called The Worst Year of Our Lives. So I would highly recommend go listen to that. But it's basically talking about Joe and I's uh, experience in that, you know, transition from school to work. And in Joe's case, it was college. In my case, it was high school to work. Just keep doing you and stay true to who you are. And now is your time to learn and grow and, like, figure out who you want to be, you know. So uh, highly recommend go listen to that episode I just recommended. And, yeah, you got this. Okay, this one's about content, um, like Instagram and stuff. So it says, hey, Joe and Caroline, I had a question about likes and content. If a post doesn't go quote-unquote well or get as many likes as you wanted, how do you not take it personally? Have you considered the new Instagram feature that turns off the visible amount of likes? Just curious. I love, love, love the podcast. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, so if you post something on Instagram and it flops, okay, you are like, oh my gosh, it's not doing well. I've been there. Everyone in the world who's posted on Instagram has been there. Who care? Who cares enough about like engagement and all that stuff? Like the backhand um, analytics of Instagram. Like, and if you're listening to this and you're like, who cares? People do care. <laughs> so, um, anyways, but I personally have never. I mean, when I was younger, of course, I was like, oh my gosh, like, do people hate me? Like, why is this only have twenty likes? Like, do I look weird? You know, I would start to nick nitpick at myself but I will say the more and more I've posted on Instagram the less I care and it's not that I don't care about the content I'm putting out but I've realized that people just don't see your stuff like the algorithm is weird and it's like no one can really figure it out and like if you think about it and you if you like scroll through your feed on Instagram you miss a lot like you miss people's things like you know what I'm saying like you don't see it and it's not because you're actively trying not to see their content it's just not showing up on your feed so think about that when you post like oh people just aren't seeing this like don't go down the rabbit hole of like oh they hate me like oh my gosh no one likes this because they hate me like get that out of your head because that's probably not the case because if they hated you not that you're saying they hated you either but um, if they didn't like your content, they would most likely unfollow you. So don't get so wrapped up in it. Just post what you want to post and do what you got to do. But that new inch, that new Instagram feature, I have seen that on TikTok. Um, I didn't even know it was a thing until I saw it on my For You page on TikTok. And I think it's really beneficial to some people and it might be really beneficial for you to just not see that because if you guys don't know, there is a feature where you can go into your settings on your Instagram and turn off your ability to view um, your likes, but other viewers can see how many likes, excuse me, other viewers can see how many likes you get. So um, it's not that you turn off, and I think you actually can turn it off for everyone also, but there is a way to turn it off for just you because some people like like you maybe um you get so wrapped up in it and it's not healthy. So if you really struggle with like 
looking at the likes and being so obsessed with it, I highly, I do recommend you probably looking towards that feature and using it in that way. But I just, I would say just stop taking it personally because it's not about you. Like people aren't actively like scrolling to your photo and be like, ew, and then scrolling past it. Like, and maybe, like, I don't know what your content's about, but maybe you have just like the wrong followers following you, but just post what you want to post and it will be okay. Like even for me and Joe and, you know, people with more followers online, you have stuff that flops. That's a thing. Like it's like everyone, what I'm trying to say is everyone's affected by the algorithm of Instagram and no one can escape it. Like literally no one. So if you think you're the only one that's like having flopping, you know, views or likes or whatever, you're not the only one. Trust me. Um, But yeah, just stop taking it personally. That's what I would say. But that was a good question. Okay, I'm going to do a couple more. You guys really pulled through on these um, advice questions. Really loving these. Okay, someone asked, needing advice on how to make friends in a new city. So I lived in a new city uh, two years ago, moved to Italy, if you guys don't know that, but you probably do by this point. But anywho, uh, when I moved to Italy, I was like, oh shit, how am I going to make friends? Like I was like panic, what am I going to do, right? Um, But then I was like, I have the internet at my fingertips. Like I, and you probably, everyone listening to this probably has some kind of device that has access to the internet I would assume because you're listening to a podcast but the internet is your best friend I would say that um download bumble I have never personally downloaded bumble but I know a ton of people that have and you can do the bumble friends or the bumble relationships and you meet so many people doing that and use that to your advantage like people back in the day did not have that technology so why wouldn't you use it you know what I'm saying like use that to your advantage and go for it like that's what I would suggest but anyways when I moved to Italy I was like crap I don't have any friends and this girl actually reached out on Instagram to me because I hashtagged the city I was living in and she found my hashtag and found me through that hashtag and DM'd me. I was like, hey, I'm also American. I'm moving to Italy soon. Like, I'd love to hang out. And that sparked our friendship. Like, we are still friends to this day because she reached out through Instagram. So, but I will say, trust your gut. Like, if you get a message like that, stalk the person. Literally stalk whoever's DMing you or vice versa. Like, if you're about to DM a person or message someone and be like, hey, do you want to meet up? Stalk the crap out of them, like find their Facebook, dig deep, because you don't want to like end up in a bad scenario, you know. But also don't be afraid. Like Instagram is a tool and even TikTok um, that you can use to your advantage. And Bumble, like all, there's so many, there's probably more apps that I don't even know about it. But use it to your advantage. And if you're in a new city, you're probably like, have a job or something like that uh be friends with your coworkers, and you may be like oh but they're boring whatever you don't know that like you only know them in a work setting so of course they're probably going to be a little boring and more professional but I guarantee you if you're like hey you want to grab a drink 
they're going to open up a little bit more. Maybe not. I don't know where you work. Like maybe you work for the government, but I would assume that even people that work for the government have fun, you know, in some capacity. But yeah, just do what you got to do and go out by yourself. Like do things alone. And that's what I did in Italy a lot. I would go to dinner alone, go to lunch alone, whatever the case was. And I would meet people out. And it just happens kind of naturally sometimes. And you're like, oh my gosh, like that's how I make friends, you know? And yeah, you got this. You're going to make friends. Like there's, don't, I know when you like go to a new city, you're like, I will never make friends. Like this is the end. I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Um, It's really daunting, the feeling of that. And I've totally been there, but keep trucking, keep doing your things, do what you love, like go to yoga. There's people in a yoga class, um, be friends with them, like be friends with people that have the same interests in you, like, like to swim, go to swim. And I guarantee you there's going to be people in the pool or whatever the case is. And just uh, you'll have at least one common thing in common, you know, so I would suggest doing those kind of things if that makes any sense. Okay, someone asked, how do you stop comparing yourself to others in the world of photography? This is a good one. So I don't know this person obviously writing in, but I will say that this kind of question is a great example of a scarcity mindset question. And no hate on this person at all, but this question is an insecurity, obviously, but what I will say is you need to stay in your own lane. Um, and I know it's hard, especially in a creative field, when you have to put your work out there and you try so hard and you're putting your work out there and then you scroll on Instagram or whatever, or you find out someone did like 10 times better than you or you think, like you perceive that. But what I will say is like, who cares? Like be people's biggest cheerleaders and stay in your own lane like that's what you got to do because there is enough work for everyone in the world no matter what you do there's work for you so stay in your own lane figure out your niche like if you love capturing babies or weddings or whatever the case figure that out and just grind and kind of put shielders up like you can look at other people's like pages and stuff like that if you're intrigued and stuff but stop even like scrolling on their page or like looking their name up or other photographers I'm talking about um just stop because um it's really toxic and you can go down this rabbit hole of like oh well I'm not good enough like of course she got to have he or she got that opportunity because they're better than me you know xyz um but stop just stay in your lane you have talent um I don't even know who you are but I I imagine you have a talent like and everyone in the world who's a photographer has their own unique thing. That's just how it is. And they will attract their own unique clients. Um, so figure out what kind of clients you want to attract and grind and attract them. That is my advice. But that was a really good question. And sorry, I would also advise you to go listen to our scarcity versus... Wait, what is it called? It's called abundance versus scarcity I think mindset um episode which we did kind of recently and we talk about this a little like it's okay if 
There are a million photographers out there. Just stay in your own lane. That's what I advise you. Okay, let's do one more. Someone asked how to keep life from being boring every day when you're in a relationship. So like how to spice things up. I think she's asking, uh, do different things. Make, like intentionally make time for each other. Um, Chris and I, you know, and by no means are we the perfect couple like at all, but we really do try to be intentional about our time and like, Every week I kind of sit down, not like, it's not planned, but I'm like, hey, Chris, like, when are you off this week? Like, let's do a date night when you're off of work and whatever. And then we figure out when he's off. And then, um, like, for example, tomorrow he's off of work. And I'm like, okay, like, can I plan the date night? And he's like, yeah. So I'm going to take him to the movies and do all that because he loves movies. And I think that'd be so fun because COVID's, you know, good and you can go to movie theater now and you just kind of have to spice it up and we haven't gone to movie like literally ever in our relationship because we're covid uh couple but you have to do and dig deep and do different things and be intentional about it like don't just go through the motions of going on a date like actually be like would you like to go on a date or in my case like chris do you mind me planning date night because like I'm really excited to do something for you and he's like yeah of course and that's kind of what we do um another thing we do a lot is we go on picnics um and that's just different I feel like a lot of people don't think to go on picnics and that might sound stupid like (laughs) everyone listening to this is probably like okay we all go on picnics but I feel like a lot of people are like don't do that a lot and everyone eats like you eat at night or you know at lunch or whatever take it outside like go be like oh like can we sit outside and eat this even if it's in your backyard like change it up spice it up you gotta just you have to work at it um but yeah I would really suggest doing different things or like even saving money and going to vacation like and having something to look forward to because you don't have you no one lives a boring life you are just putting yourself in a box of being boring not to be mean but like I don't care who's listening to this your life's not boring you're just making it boring and it doesn't have to be boring like you can't even if you're on a tight budget or whatever the case is you can have fun in your life and you can have fun with your significant other or partner a lot of different ways so um spice it up go on Pinterest even go on Pinterest and look up like date night ideas there's a million like I do that sometimes if I'm like oh I want to do something fun with him but I don't know what like I don't want to do the same things spice it up do something different like even tonight Chris and I cooked dinner and I'm like do you want to go live um on Instagram he's like yeah sure that's just different you know like instead of us just cooking dinner not that that's like insanely boring like we still have fun cooking dinner together it's not me cooking it's Chris cooking and me watching but we saw fun but I'm like it would be different and fun if we went live and like you know people ask us questions and we did that and it was fun it's, it was just different so um do different things that's what I would suggest um and yeah so that is the end of this episode I hope you guys enjoyed I hope my advice was not too harsh and you learned something maybe 
but yeah, I uh, obviously I'm not going to do a Q&A because I've done Q&As this whole time. But I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And I hope you guys are drinking water, depending on where you live, I guess. Because um, I know we have a few listeners from all over the world. But if you're living in Arkansas or anywhere in the South, it is hot. Is very hot outside, so drink some water. Don't forget it. And yeah, um, you can find me, Caroline. I don't even think I said my name at the beginning. Maybe I did. I'm gonna listen back to this and be like, yeah, I did say my name. But I'm Caroline. If you guys don't know that by now, destroy you do. Um, and you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and all the things at Caroline Selty. Um, and you can find Joe, who's not here at Joe Johnson Overby on all the things. Um, And yeah, and Middle Ground Podcast, you can find at Middle Ground Podcast. Please go follow that if you haven't. We're almost to 5,000 followers, which is so incredible and awesome. We're very excited about that. So, and if you enjoyed this episode, repost on your story. We love seeing those and reposting that on our stories. And yeah, it's like we I literally love it when I see like so and so tagged you in a post. I'm like, yes, perfect. Um, it's really a highlight of my day, to be honest. But yeah, so if you like this episode, please reshare it, tag us. We love seeing that. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode and goodbye. <laughs>